Have you ever been catfished? I know, really weird way to start this episode, especially if you don't know who I am. So, hi, I am Harmony, and I'm the host here on What the Actual App. In case you do not know what catfishing is, it is the act of luring somebody into a relationship by the means of using a online fictional persona. Basically, you are using pictures that aren't yours. If you really don't know what I'm talking about, head over to MTV, there's this whole series called Catfish, and they'll explain and even show you some stories about some crazy things that people do with this. Anyways, let's not dwell too long on catfishing and move forward and let me tell you a bizarre story. Many years ago, I stumbled across a movie called Tall Hot Blonde. Now this is sort of like a documentary in a sense, but more of a thriller that's based on a true crime. I mean, to say they used a little bit of a loose adaptation is, is true, but they stuck to it more closely than say like the Conjuring universe does to Ed Lorraine's, cause to say they took some liberties <laughs> is an understatement. However, Tall Hot Blonde really is a very, very close to the true story, I guess, thriller, crime documentary without actually being the true story. Because the names and some things are changed, however, the core of it is almost to the T exactly what occurred. A man by the name of Thomas meets a beautiful teenager online. I know, already a little bit creepy because this guy is older, but we'll get on that later. With whom he decides, you know what, I'm going to get into a relationship with this woman. It's the early 2000s. She's never going to know who I am, but that's okay. So even though this like two-year romance over the internet seems to only stay there, she does like learn the truth about him, which leads to him wanting to get angry and exact revenge. Basically, this young woman that he is madly in love with for two years while being married and he has kids finds out that he has all of that and she's like, I'm going to tell your wife. And this being the early 2000s, we're catfishing and the tales of that aren't exactly a daily occurrence. Being made aware, he is scared. Which means somebody may have to die. That's usually what happens in these stories. That's not exactly how I would write the tale, but <clears throat> let's continue. I mean, I'm just saying, if you're here, you know that's usually how these stories end, you know what I mean? So somebody does die in this story, and that somebody is 22-year-old Brian Barrett on September 15th, 2006 near Buffalo, New York. Brian had just finished his shift at the factory where he worked. He got into his car and was preparing to leave when three shots rang out. There was no way that he could have known that a chat room message from a user who called herself Tall Hot Blonde would lead to his death. Wait a second, I'm, you know what, I'm starting this at the end and, and I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. We should go ahead and rewind. Let's start at the beginning of this crazy story. This is the case of Tall Hot Blonde, or Marine Sniper, or that of Thomas Montgomery and the murder of Brian Barrett. As of this day, Thomas Montgomery, 47 years old, ceases to exist. He's replaced by a 20-year-old battle-scarred Marine. He is strong, good-looking, and battle-hardened. 
He's a great lover. And he's moving to Indiana to be with the love of his life. I'd do a little detective work the next time I was home alone. I love my time with you. I love you. Tell me. Oh, maybe I can't stop thinking about you ever since you sent that package. What's up with that tall, hot blonde, huh? They just chat, you know? It's crazy how much we have in common. Are you seeing him? Come on. He doesn't love you! It's not what you think. Stop it, Thomas. I've read it all. Can I help you? I have a few questions for you. You will regret it. Payback's a bitch. It is May 2005. And Thomas Montgomery signs in to a popular gaming site known as Pogo. However, he signs in as Marine Sniper. His online internet persona. A much younger Iraq-bound Marine. Suddenly, 18-year-old tall hot blonde started instant messaging him. This is when he decided to pretend, you know what, I'm 18 too. He kept telling himself, we're never going to meet, what's it gonna hurt, I can play a game or two with her. When Thomas went to Tall Hot Blonde's profile, it revealed that her real name was Jessie. She was a softball player and a high school senior from West Virginia. She also sent Tommy, or Thomas, sorry, photos that would live up to her screen name. And then some, she got real provocative with him, if you know what I'm saying, which I am not knocking. I mean, hi, I have an OF, I can't say shit. But she was sending him some pretty spicy photos, and Tommy, again, sorry, Thomas was loving it. Now you're probably wondering, why do I keep saying Tommy? Because that was Marine Sniper's name. And again, in a sense, Thomas Montgomery wasn't exactly lying. You see, although Tall Hot Blonde, aka Jessie, did send him these spicy photos, she wanted something in return. She wanted to see what he looked like too. And you know what? He had some photos for her, and they were in fact of him. They were just 30 years out of date. You see, his screen name, Marine Sniper, was actually nostalgic homage back to how he spent six years in the military. Now, Thomas himself actually hints at some very dark covert ops and dark deeds that he did. He states that they just best remain unmentioned. Now, if you look at the US Marine records, you will see that he did actually qualify as a sharpshooter. However, he didn't ever become a sniper or saw any action. However, he may have been living vicariously through that whole persona. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he was doing, and I'm sure you're gonna agree here very soon. Because as you're gonna learn, he invented a younger, stronger version of himself for Jesse. That version of him was called Tommy. He was Thomas. He was just 30 years 
younger. And instant messages that were shared between Jesse and Thomas uncovered that there was some serious, serious emotions flying, a lot of words being said to one another. It seemed as though this relationship was consuming Thomas. In an interview with him, he stated that it became more real to him than his real life. And it actually seemed that the feeling was mutual. Jesse and Tommy would exchange gifts and phone calls and love letters. Jesse would tell Tommy how she would love him always. And Thomas would say things like he's never felt this way before. Even though Tommy, aka Thomas, was married with two daughters. There was no doubt the relationship between Tommy and Jesse had become more than just some flirtation. The two were even having virtual sex. There's a term for my millennials. However, this was done not between Thomas and Jesse, but Jesse and Tommy. Thomas would say, yeah, the virtual sex made him feel, quote, kind of dirty. He was in too deep to sever the ties with her. He was obsessed. Quote, if I was smart, I would have just ended it, but it was like a drug that I needed every day. It seemed so much so that he was beginning to lose touch with reality. He wrote a note to himself on January 2nd of 2006 stating, Tom Montgomery, 46 years old, ceases to exist and is replaced by an 18-year-old battle-scarred Marine. And he is moving to West Virginia to be with the love of his life. Well, guess what? If you're here, that didn't happen. Not just because somebody dies, but because Tommy, the 18-year-old, doesn't exist. But there's also another twist to this story, but I'm not going to tell you that until way, way, way later. And believe me, <laughs> you won't see it coming. It was online, and Thomas was sort of being pretty secretive about it, actually. He would tell his wife he was just playing online poker with the boys. He was always just wanting to decompress and sit on the computer. She never thought twice of it, until one day, one of his daughters would use his computer. When, Jesse happened to instant message him. Instantly, his daughter was like, Hey, Ma, you might want to look into something. And she did. As soon as she was told that she should probably look into her husband, she found a trove of love letters, photos, and mementos from, of course, Jesse. And that would lead her to finding, you guessed it, those red panties. <laughs> that sent her over the edge. She decided to then send Jesse a photo of her family. That means the real Thomas and a little letter. Quote, 
let me introduce you to these people. The man in the center is Tom, my husband since 1989. He is 46 years old. Shit has hit the motherfucking fan. Now, according to Thomas, in an interview, he said that Jessie was horrified and she broke off the relationship immediately. He said that she sent him a message stating that she hated him and that she hoped that he would go to jail for what he did. But that is not where Jessie would stop. Jessie then emailed one of Thomas's co-workers a 22-year-old part-time machinist and college student by the name of Brian Barrett. She originally reached out to Brian to ask if all of this was true. Remember, Jessie'd been talking to this guy Tommy for so long, she didn't want to admit that it was, it was real. She wanted to believe that Tommy was and that maybe, just maybe, this was some sort of fake thing to just get her to go away. Brian's screen name, by the way, was Beefcake. And he ended up consoling Jessie online because she really needed a friend because he did have to tell her, yes, that's true. Thomas is a 46-year-old man with a wife and two daughters. So yeah, real sorry about that. Do you need a hug? Here's a virtual one. And next thing you know, they started hitting it off. I mean... He's 22, she's 18, that kind of fits. She really did seem to fit better with him because Brian was, well, closer to her age. And perhaps a way to maybe even strike back at Thomas or Tom or Tommy or Marine Sniper, whatever they were deciding to call him at this point, you know? So like maybe she was just like, I'm gonna get back at you for all the lies that you told me and I'm gonna go for it, your coworker. Fuck you, buddy. Or something like that. Nonetheless, before long, Jessie was sending Brian her very own spicy photos and making him little care packages. Of course, I'm sure you can figure this out, but Marine Sniper, aka Thomas, aka Tommy, aka Tom, he was consumed with jealousy. Quote, Brian will pay in blood. Those are very real, cold, hard words that Thomas wrote out in a message to Jesse at one point. And Thomas wasn't lying. She goes, hey, hey, cowboy, how you doing? I said, hey, tall, how are you? When you first see this thing come up, and she says, hello, and it says, tall, hot, blonde, what are you thinking? So I checked out her... Her bio to see it, it says she was 18, so I figured I'll talk back to her. You know, she's probably a, a nice looking girl. There is one catch that almost ended the connection before it began. Montgomery was in a teen chat room, and his profile reveals his real age. Tall Hot Blonde calls him on it right away. So I panicked. That's when I told her, oh, I'm playing on my dad's name. So that's how you went from being a 46 year old man that you were. Yeah, to 18 to years old. To an 18 year old. Yep, Marie. Boy. At this point, Thomas was like, you know what, I've been caught. I need to focus on my wife and, and my kids and like repair my marriage. I'm just kidding. He did not say any of that and he didn't even do that. Far from it, actually. Instead, his messages became increasingly more violent. 
because he was so pissed off that he had to sit and as he believes being forced to watch the romance of Brian and Jesse blossom right there in the very chat rooms that he and Jesse used to talk in. Even though he is a 46 year old man and could just leave those teen chat rooms, <laughs> I'm just saying. According to Ken Case, the former prosecutor for this whole case, he said that Thomas was enraged and that he oftentimes was so shocked at the names that Thomas was calling her. He would sit and read through the messages of violence that he was threatening toward her about Brian and the things that he was saying were just appalling. Jesse and Brian took to the internet to make sure everyone knew about Thomas. They wanted everyone to know not only that he recently had had a birthday and he was older than he was when they found out that he'd been lying about his age originally, but also that he was nothing but a liar. And we all know what that means. The internet was going to hate him. Ah, no, not the internet. They're so mean. According to Ken Case, again, the prosecutor, they were going to go into all of these chat rooms and let people know that Thomas, aka Marine Sniper, was actually nothing but a 47-year-old liar. And that they were also going to make him out to be a pedophile. I mean, if the shoe fits. <laughs> Sorry. But you are sitting and prowling in a teen chat room. Even after you've been caught, just get the fuck out. Leave. Go away. Rethink yourself. Come on, Tommy boy! But no, no, he doesn't do any of that. He doesn't stop, doesn't get away, doesn't rethink his actions, he doesn't do any of that. Instead, he just digs that hole deeper. Sounded like I made a gun cocking noise, which is ironic because of this case, but I was trying to do the shovel digging, that would be like a I don't, you know what, let's just continue. Now, although Jessie was pretty fucking pissed off at the fact that Thomas had lied to her, there was something going on under the surface. She may have liked Brian, however, she may have also still liked Thomas. All 47 years and very much married <laughs> parts of him. Katie. Enclosed is a picture of my family. The girls are my daughters, age 11 and 13. The woman is me. The man that you see is Thomas Montgomery. <laughs> We've been married for over 17 years, nearly as long as you've been alive. We don't have a son. There is no Tommy. I've read the correspondence that you and Tommy have had over the last year. My husband has been lying to you playing with your emotions this entire time. I'm not writing this to hurt you, even though it might. I'm writing this so that you can know that the fantasy is over and move on with your life. Do not trust words on the computer, Katie. Unfortunately for us, we are living in the real world and I have to see the real deceiver every day and deal with his behavior and lies. Carol Montgomery. Just because Tall Hot Blonde and Beefcake were threatening to out Marine Sniper didn't mean that Jessie herself wasn't still torn. 
mad one moment, then desperate to return to the love she had with the man she thought she was going to marry one day. She didn't know what to think anymore, but she didn't seem to be able to really let him go. She continued to talk to Thomas. Here is a little conversation between the two. Tall hot blonde. I ache to be with Tommy. Do you miss it, Tom? Marine sniper. More than you will ever know. My heart aches to hear you call me your Tommy. I wish I could be that 19-year-old Marine for you. Tall hot blonde. I know, Tom. I know. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to that, too. I feel like this one's different. I feel like there's something real there, you know? Come on, man. I hear all your stories at lunch. Yeah, let's just talk. It's all BS. I, I really like this one. We'll see if you're singing the same tune come Monday. All right. Good luck, man. Thanks. Hey! Hey! Stop it, Thomas! Oh, yeah! Hey, what the hell's wrong with you? I heard you! I heard what you said about him! Hey, hey, I, I'm sorry, man. You, you okay? Touch me! Well, you've lost it, man. You really have. She's just a kid. Well, to you, she is. And she warned me about you. Says you're crazy. She's been trying to get me to tell everyone that you're some kind of pervert, but I wouldn't do it because I thought it wasn't true. Because I thought we were friends. Hey, to me, Brad! You're in love with somebody that's not real, Thomas! It never was! You need to calm yourself down, take it easy, think straight. I swear to God, right? Hey, what the hell is going on here? Nothing. There's nothing now. Get back on the floor, Brian. No, seriously, help. Now! So even here, here we are now with everybody's shit on the table, you know? Jesse knows that Tommy isn't real. In fact, it is a 47-year-old man now by the name of Thomas, who has a wife and two daughters. I guess they decide we can be friends, why not? And then all of a sudden they're like, no, let's try it again because Jesse didn't learn the first time. She decides to somewhat strike it back up with Thomas again. And in the words of Barbara Schroeder, who was the person to document all of this bizarre relationship in the documentary that you've been hearing little snippets from called Tall Hot Blonde, quote, in his mind, this was the jackpot. He was being accepted for being 47. And he still had this hot young girl who wanted him. Now, the thing is, Thomas knew that he was absolutely in over his head. This could not really continue. It just, it couldn't. However, that didn't matter to him. He was absolutely addicted to her. Jesse was like a drug to him, and he just could not end it. At one point, when his wife actually told him to get off the computer and talk to her, Thomas said he couldn't. He physically just could not. Quote, I told her, I'll get off when I'm done. Now, here's the thing. Thomas says that nothing sexual happened between them after the whole fiasco with Tall Hot Blonde finding out how old he really is and that he's married, but their messages tell a completely different story. 
Marine Sniper. Wish you were nude. Tall hot blonde. What would you do? Marine Sniper. Stare. Tall hot blonde. That all? Marine Sniper. Nope. You might get the magic. Tall hot blonde. Mmm. Make love to me, Tommy. However, this little romance wouldn't end up lasting. Jesse would end up telling Thomas that they were through and seemed to end up taking up the relationship with Brian again. Thomas began to go into an extreme downward spiral. This obsession turned into more jealousy and then that jealousy turned into betrayal. And that betrayal turned into the need for revenge. At least that is the case according to District Attorney Frank Sedita. And then we arrive at the tipping point, the point where Brian says that he is going to meet Tall Hot Blonde in person. Apparently, Brian had to travel somewhere and he was going to end up passing right by where Tall Hot Blonde stayed. And he sent her a message saying, I'm going to be going right past your house. I'd love to get together. Sadly though, Jesse texted him at the last minute and said, hey, not to visit. But Thomas, who had learned all about the plan to meet, was absolutely irate. I had to grit my teeth to let you guys know that I'm angry because he was pissed. Which leads me to why we are here today. <laughs> um, the, the sad part of all of these tales, the murder. Emmy puts a time at desk somewhere between 9, 9.30, Friday night. I was texting at the time. A girl with an Indiana area code. Hi. Can I help you? Yes, ma'am. Are you Katie Brooks? Yeah. I have a few questions for you. Okay. Katie, who is it? I'm, I don't know. What's, what's going on? What is this? Katie, what do you know about Brian Barrett of Rivershore, Michigan? This brings us right back at the beginning. Well, I guess now it's kind of like the end. Kind of, but not quite. Because as I said, there is a twist and we are almost at that twist. And believe me, you do not have any idea what you're about to hear. On September 15th, 2006, as Brian was leaving work, three shots would ring out. Brian would then be found dead in the parking lot where he worked, shot three times by a military rifle. Police would quickly learn of this internet love triangle involving Thomas and Brian. So when they couldn't find where Thomas Montgomery had run off to, they feared that he was going for Jesse. So that's exactly where they went. However, when police would arrive at Jesse's home, they were in for another surprise. Because a woman by the name of Mary Schuyler opened the door. Crime of passion. Happens all the time, Thomas. Things will go easier if you just tell us what happened. We got motive. These files from Brian and Katie's computers lay it all out. Your foreman at your work saw you attack Mr. Barrett. Your wife tells us that you own an M1 rifle like the one that killed him. It's only a matter of time before we find it, Thomas. Now, come on. Your cooperation will go a long way when this goes to trial. I think it's best that 
I wait for my legal counsel to arrive. Fine. We could wait too, right? And in the meantime, you should take another look at that tall, hot blonde. That's not necessary. She's a beautiful young thing. This is Beth Brooks. It's Katie's mother. Come on. You think you're the only one that lied about themselves on the internet? Huh? to Jesse's house and they find out that yes, Jesse is a very real woman. She's there, she comes to the door, but so does her mother, Mary. And wouldn't you know, when Jesse's asked about Brian or Thomas, she has no idea what they're talking about, but Mary does. Because Mary was imitating being Jesse online the whole time. Mary was tall, hot, blonde. Mary went behind her daughter's back, took photos of her, used her lingerie, and even imitated her voice to keep Thomas and Brian on the hook. It also seemed that Mary liked what she was doing, egging on and pitting these men against each other. In many messages, she would push and antagonize Thomas to become violent, egging him on with how much she adored and liked Brian and how he was real, because he was really who he said he was. Hmm, ironic, don't you think? Now don't think that Mary didn't come away unscathed from all of this, but we're gonna get to that. First, let me tell you that Thomas Montgomery was charged with Brian's murder and he did plead guilty. He did this in a plea deal in which he received a 20-year prison sentence. Now, prosecutors in Buffalo, meanwhile, were looking for some sort of way that they could possibly charge Mary. I mean, she had a hand in this and they wanted to charge her with something, anything. However, they couldn't. It seems as though in this case, she did trample all over moral ground and cross some heavy ethical lines. But she didn't even come close to a legal one. As I said though, she did not come away from this unscathed. Her husband, cause yes, she was married, decided, you know what, you're a piece of shit and I want a divorce. Rightfully so, if I do say so myself. 
So he did just that. He divorced her over this deception and her daughter Jessie also cut ties with her as well. Jessie would move in with relatives in Virginia and she would go on to attend college and just trying to move on with her life. Mary also pursued an education and took classes at a community college in West Virginia. She has only spoken publicly about this deadly love triangle one time to BBC. Quote, it was stupid, it should never have happened, I just never thought it would go anywhere. I thought that it would all end, fall off, and that that would be the end of it. Well, Mary, you were absolutely incorrect. So that was the tale of Tall Hot Blonde. Like I said, a twisted, twisted tale. It doesn't start off well, and it doesn't end any better. Thomas went into it with bad intentions, 46 trying to find somebody in a child's play chat room, you know, let's talk about games for teenagers, that sounds appropriate for a 46 year old. Then he decides, eh, I'm married with kids, nothing wrong with having an internet affair with an 18 year old, why not? She's in high school, no one will ever find out. Oh my god, she sent me nudes and her underwear, I'm gonna hide this under my pillow, <gasps> my wife found out. And then it blows up and someone dies. Like this was a whole this was all horrible. This whole thing should have stopped so many times and it just got worse and worse and worse. I strongly urge you to check out the story of Tall Hot Blonde. Just watch the movie if you don't want to look into the actual case of Thomas Montgomery and Brian Barrett. Just take an hour and a half of your life and watch the movie. Who knows? Maybe you'll enjoy it even more than this episode. And if so, eh, that's fair. Anyways, if you did enjoy this episode, I hope I will talk to you on the next episode of What the Actual F. However, until then, stay safe. I love you guys so much, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Before we go, I'm going to shamelessly plug myself. Remember, you can send me an email for business or cases or anything at whatstheactualeffharmony at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media at ohheyitsharmony. All right, it's time for us to say goodbye. I love you guys so much. And remember, please stay safe because I never want to tell a story about you. Love you guys. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye.